This is Together 24-7, Episode 57. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do? What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you? And me to kill you. Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to, couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we... We work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are. And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons. So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to Together 24-7. You just can't speak today. I cannot speak this evening. We had a house full of children earlier before recording this, and I think that that just threw me off completely. My, uh, my nephews were here. My little nephews. That kind of makes them my nephews too, doesn't it? That makes it? them your nephews by marriage, yeah. They're actually my great-nephews. Because they are the children of they my niece. They are great. They are great. But um, Three boys. Three boys, yeah. Oh, all how, under five years old. I was going to say, how old are they? They're all They're under, under five. five years old, so I, I feel bad for my niece. No, you don't. That's true. Well, you know, it's her choice. Anyway, today we're talking about bullying. Specifically business bullying. Right. We don't care what goes on in the playground anymore. Right. So, you know, if you if you think back when you were a kid, you were either a bully or you were bullied or you witnessed bullying. Certainly not the way they do it today where you do the cyber stalking thing and all that evil stuff, but that that whole bullying thing where you were exerting authority that you didn't have. It, you, bullying in the in the simplest sense, if you will. Yeah. Trying to be bigger than you were. Often it was a kid who you know, had a weird parental situation at home or whatever, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk specifically about business. Please do. Bullies are rule breakers and not in a good way. Correct. There are good rule breakers. There right. are bad rule breakers. So, for example, the rule is you, um, your merchant processor is some company and you have a big machine on the counter of your store and that's how you take credit cards and you know and and that's how it's done and it goes into your bank and that's always how it's been done and blah 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 and then rule breaker paypal comes along it makes it easier for everybody so now people at uh home businesses home-based businesses home-based businesses people at art shows you know i remember when we first started going into business i mean even before we were full-time self-employed to get 
a merchant processor to be able to accept credit cards, uh, it was like going through hell. And um, you had to take that, the the knuckle buster machine, mm-hmm. and you'd have to take an imprint of somebody's card, which is like super not secure. And then hopefully when you got home to your machine, the credit card went through because they already had the product. So that's a good rule breaker. That's a good rule breaker. Netflix, that's a good rule breaker. Instead of having to go to the store to get your movies and, you know, drive down, pick it up, blah, blah, blah. You can go on the computer. You can order your movies. They come in your mailbox. You got to walk, you know, 20, 30 feet to your mailbox and that's it. And they've even disrupted that a little bit more because now it's just streaming. Okay. So those are good rule breakers. That's good. That's not bullying. Right. Bullying is when you break the rules for the sake of breaking the rules because you're better than everybody else and you can power through anything and you're just a jackass. I that, mean, that's the best way to put it. Plain and simple, you're just a jackass. Because you are not better than everybody else. You're probably in the same business as the person you're bullying. You, They have the same product, the same service, um, it, you know, whatever it is. You just feel that you have to be on top. You, you, you have to be the one that has all the clients. You have to be the one to make sure that the other guys suck. Now, what if you're being bullied? So let's talk about that. And let's talk about the light version of bullying. Okay. And then we'll go into the heavy duty version of bullying. And then we'll talk about what do you do if you hear our words, our words of wisdom, and you go, oh, dang, that's me. Oops. Oops. So we've all been there. I'll, I'll, confess to that right now we've all been there at least on the light version yes not on the heavy duty version at us anyway and then what do you do if if you're being bullied on the heavy duty version so let's start with let's start with bully light bully light i like that bully light is you're at a networking meeting and so we're recording in the house, and usually we lock the cats out, but today we decided not to for some odd reason, and I paused for a minute because one of the cats is behind me and trying to get up on top of a door, so I apologize about that craziness. And uh, and and our show notes will have a picture of the crazy cat trying to get on the door because I just handed Barry the phone, but I digress. Bully light, you're in a networking meeting. Everybody's going around. Everybody says what they do. Somebody does a presentation. You know the networking meeting. We've talked about it a bazillion times. And then there's the person who is sitting there answering text messages, putting posts on Facebook, doing everything but paying attention to the people who are talking in the meeting. But they're important. They're so important. Their clients are more important than anything else in the world. They don't have to worry about the business meeting they're at because they already know what you do. That's bullying, ladies and gentlemen. That is bullying. When you're not paying attention to somebody, when you're sitting there being obnoxious, you're bullying. And when the leader of the meeting tells you you're being obnoxious or the person who was doing the presentation walks up to you and says, hey, dude, You know, I noticed that you were on your phone, you're posting to Facebook, you're answering your text messages, whatever it was you're doing, you know, it was kind of throwing me off and you're just being, you know, a little obnoxious. When that person says, 
Well, you know, I can do two things at once. I can multitask. I can answer my my clients or, you know, my girlfriend or whatever and listen to you at the same time. No. Now you've crossed into line of bullying. Now you're a bully. Well, that and bull. Mm. Yeah, the, the BS. Bull, bull poopy. Bull poopy, the BS of it all. So if you are the person who is texting, if you are the person who's always looking at your phone, stop it. That's just plain etiquette. Stop it. If somebody comes up to you and points it out to you and you say, I can multitask, this is important, this is whatever, you're a bully and you need to be slapped. Be slapped. Be slapped. You need to be slapped. I mean, you just like soap in the mouth, good old fashioned, nuns hitting you across the knuckles with rulers kind of, you need to learn manners. So that's bully light. Another version of bully light, and I got to tell you this, I used to do this, and I have been been training myself, which means I'm not perfect. I still fall into Hold it. Hold on. Darling, you are perfect. Okay. So I still have to work on this. Many of us do it, and we don't even realize it. And that is when we compare ourselves to our competition and we puff ourselves up and we're being a bully. Rather than saying, the industry standard is this, my competitor does that, but we've decided to kick it up a notch and do the other thing. So... Industry standard is low. My competitor is a little higher. We decided to kick it up a notch and do something better. That is a great way of explaining why you're different. That is the perfect way of explaining why you're different. Tell us what you do better. But when you sit there and go, well, my competition is an idiot. They're just stupid. They do this, 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 and that, and they just, it's dumb. That's bullying. And you don't even know you're doing it. You don't even know you're doing it. When you're talking about somebody in such a negative way that you're putting them down and you're just hammering, 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 the other person is starting to look at you going, all right, what is wrong with this person? What is wrong with this business that they're trying to keep me from seeing you're going to lose the sale. You're going to lose the customer. You're going to lose the client. You're going to lose the sale. In fact, perfect example of that. Years ago, when we were getting into the barter industry, the barter and trade industry, we were trying to determine what software to use before we created our own, years before we created our own. So two of them that we were looking at, uh, they they were actually started out as partners and they split up, created separate companies. So we were looking at the two of them, you know, weighing our options. And one of them, when we're talking to him, would just just put down absolutely the competition is this, that, the other thing. He sucks. He does this. He does it this way. And that's so wrong. And everything was negative, negative, negative towards the competition. We didn't use him. We went to the guy he kept talking him bad about. And that other guy wasn't, the software really wasn't better in fact, the person who kept, you know, putting down person B who kept putting down, 
you know, it's terrible, it's horrible, it's this, it's that, he's this, he's that type of person. His software is actually a little bit better. It looked a little bit nicer, it was a little bit better. But we went with person A because person A was nice and he said, you know, I actually created that other software. I created the programming for both. We went our separate ways and this is what I decided to do with it. And it's a perfectly good software. The other guy is a perfectly good software. But here's where I'm different. Here's where I feel that I'm better. Here's where my strengths are. And that type of approach made us choose him, even though his software wasn't, you know, quite as nice as, right. you know, the idiot. But we, it was dealing with the personality. Absolutely. So bullying can lose you customers. If you are being bullied in that way, if, if you're the person who's being bullied in what, that way, don't stoop to their level. Just say something nice about that person because like they'd be out of business if they were a total loser. They'd be out of business. Absolutely. So say something nice about them and then say, you know, but we do this different. We've improved upon this. We feel we do it better. Whatever it is, one up them in a positive way. Don't say, well, they're a total idiot because they like they're stupid. They made it blue, and who the heck would ever make that what blue? What are you doing? And and well, we made it red, and so that's why we're better. This this company is just stupid. Say, you know, they decided to make it blue, and and some people like blue, but we chose to make this red because we feel that red is. And you say why you're better. Don't just oh they're just stupid because you end up being the one who looks stupid. Especially if you start talking like a valley girl. That's right. That makes it even worse. I didn't know what you were doing there. I was trying to exaggerate to make a point. Yeah, nobody talks like that. Yeah, actually, people do. And that's when I walk away and just shake my head. But anyway, <laughs> so if you're doing that, stop it. If you are on the receiving end of it, just keep positive. And it's so hard sometimes. I still find myself like wanting to slip back into, yeah, well, he's a big jerk face because. So, you know, just stop it. <laughs> um, stay positive. Then you get the hardcore bully. Oh, we're going to destroy the competition. Even before that, they buddy up to you and they try to be your friend. It's your competition and you can cooperate with your competition. You can be friendly competition. You can help each other out because not everybody is your client. Not everybody is their client. And sometimes you have to refer to each other. But these are people who buddy up to you for the sake of getting your trade secrets, finding out who your clients are. And then, as you said, Barry, they want to destroy you. Yeah, they're going to find dirt on you. And even if it's something obscure and has nothing to do with anything. Not, not even they're going to find dirt on you. They're going to make stuff up. Yeah, well, that that's part of it, too. If they can't find any dirt, and when I say dirt, I don't mean, you know, oh, there's a big scandal going on. I mean something like, you know, uh, you you bounced a check once because you forgot to sign it. You know, some something silly like that, you know, honest mistake, and they'll try to exploit it. Um we, I'm trying to remember, we had somebody do something similar to us. Um, I think, Catherine, you posted something on a on a forum or, or responded to a blog um, at some point, and there was some weird... You made some comment, 
it was a grammar thing because I know grammar drives you crazy. Grammar drives me insane. And and you made a comment on in the blog, you know, correcting their their grammar because it was something that changed. She was a writer for a local paper. Writers out there, okay. If you're a journalist, if you've got your degree in journalism, learn grammar. Continue. Thank you. So you made a because the mistake changed the meaning of the sentence. If I remember, absolutely. Yep. So you were trying to correct, and somebody who is has been a bully in the industry in in our industry, right? um, Took that and twisted it so much. And made made you sound like a monster for correcting somebody's grammar, which again changed the sentence. Right, changed. it changed the meaning. It was one of those grammatical things, you know. Uh, what, what is it? The comma. Let, let's eat grandma. Let's let, eat comma grandma. Yeah, exactly. So it was one of those things that changed it. But he twisted that around. Oh my god! And he ended up looking like the jerk that he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, he's out of that industry. Out of the barter and trade industry. Nobody's heard from him. Oh, please don't let's hear from him. But in all seriousness, it people can be so vicious and so hellbent on destruction that they will take something that simple and they will make a big deal out of it. Well, don't you understand that by correcting this woman's grammar, Catherine, you have just exposed yourself as a neo-Nazi skinhead who is also a racist and a sexist. And, I mean, that's exactly what the guy was saying about me. Right. And, and that is an extreme example. But of, it's an actual but example. It, but it is real world actually happened to us. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's infuriating. It's very infuriating. So um, what you've got to do in those situations is stay calm. And for me, the fiery Italian, that had to be the hardest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. To stay calm. I don't, please point out to me where me correcting the comma in this sentence, which changes the meaning of the sentence, please correct for me, uh, please point out for me where that correction makes me a neo Nazi. And they'll keep saying, well, you just are, you know, and, and or, that's or, the, they, or they'll start making up other stuff. And they'll start making up, okay, but show me where it means this. So these people run out of steam pretty quickly. And you have to have the patience and the wherewithal to get them to keep running into a brick wall and running into a brick wall and running into a brick wall until they knock themselves out. Please, dear God, knock yourself out fast. Amen. Amen. <laughs> when it's somebody who's in competition with you who is being sneaky, the minute you figure it out, you need to step back. You need to step back in a way that's not suspicious, but that doesn't give them any friendly information, any anything anymore. You need to watch your back, unfortunately, in business. You need to watch your back. And never, ever, ever stoop to their level. It's hard sometimes. Really, really hard. It takes everything inside of you, but you can't stoop to their level. Know what your strengths are and know what your weaknesses are. Acknowledge your weaknesses in any presentation that you give 
Yeah, we're not that strong in this area. Here's how we're improving. Yeah, we're not that strong in that area. But because of our strength in this other area, it more than makes up for it. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and make sure that you just show the person not who you are. They don't give a crap who you are. Make sure you show a person what you are to them, what you can do for them. So if my strength is in helping people figure out how to divide up tasks, that's one of the things that we do in coaching, okay? We help other couples figure out how to divide up tasks. You like doing this, so you do this and do this in this way. You like doing that, so do that. And then here in the middle, this is how you're going to take care of the middle stuff that neither one of you like to do. Know your strengths and play on your strengths because because my strength is this, but nobody cares what your strength is, here's how I'm going to help you. That's the only way that you can disrupt these bullies is by showing people what you can do for them. Because a bully is just like a toddler who sits in the corner and whines. They're not saying anything. It was like uh, it was like my nephew tonight. He was whining a little bit when he first got here. Use your words. Use your words. You know, if you said to the bully, use your words, they have no words to use. They just whine and make up stuff. They babble. They babble. Use your words. Make sure you let people know what you can do for them. Because after a while, they're going to say, wait, Mr. Bully, Miss Bully, you're just saying stuff and you're not making any sense. And you're telling me what a horrible person, you know, your competition is, the other, you know, the the vendor that I use right now, but you're not telling me why and you're not telling me what you're going to do for me. People will realize after a while, you've got to ride the bullies out. Stay sane. Good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. Stay calm. Good luck with that one. Really good luck with that one. But continue to have the same message. When you're strong in your message, when you're centered, and I think the other thing that we didn't touch on, that we we mentioned that we were going to touch on, is don't have a lack and limitation consciousness. Don't get into the mindset that they have. They have this mindset that there are 10 people in the world that that want the same product or service that you give that the bully gives. That's their mindset. There's only 10 people in the world and I got to have all 10 of them. Don't get into that mindset. There are plenty of people in the world to be your customers and their customers. Keep that thought, keep that mindset and the people who are meant to be your customers will come to you and the people that are meant to be their customers will go to them. And if they keep bullying, those customers will go away and find somebody else. They will. Absolutely. And I think on that note, is it time? It's time. So look out for bullies, whether they're um, low-level bullies, just interrupting meetings and obnoxious, or they're high-level bullies hell-bent on ruining your business. You always keep a level head and keep your message clean and always on point. And if anything we said sounds familiar to you... Stop being a bully. If you've looked inside and said, ooh, yeah, change. 
You know, it's it's going to be a gradual learning experience for you, but you can change, you can come out of it, and you can take the high road always. Always. And on that note... Until next time. We'll see everybody next time. See you then. Bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.